0: Now, I understand, actually, what is the power of this platform? You're not only building your, let's say, personal brand, which is obvious, putting the picture on a TEDx stage on your webpage. This is something that people do. But also your ideas, they are spreading all over the world.
1: Hi, everybody, this is Jason Mark Campbell. Welcome back to Selling with Love podcast. I wanted to speak today with a person that has not only taken the stage on TEDx, but has been an organizer of many TEDx conferences and has worked with countless speakers to get them prepared to take that stage. And I know for a lot of listeners, this might be a goal that you've been looking to do, getting yourself on a TEDx stage, but really Being able to put your message out there with a keynote talk, a key message, what does that provide to you in terms of marketing, in terms of sales, in terms of your growth as a business? And we're going to discuss some of the advantages and what are the things you should be thinking about if you want to go down this path root we have elena poeta with me and she has been the person doing all these amazing conferences she's an assistant professor at the institute of international economics she's also the founder and executive communication coach at elena poeta consulting where she actually helps business professionals to communicate with clarity and confidence so they can achieve more in their business elena thank you so much for being on the show it's a pleasure to have you here
0: thank you so much jason it's a pleasure to be here as well
1: Now, TEDx, it has that logo. When you have it, you feel like you've accomplished something incredible. And I wanted to talk, first off, the prospects of getting on a TEDx stage. Is this something that's out of the reach for the masses? Or are there things that we can do or things we should think about to say, hey, maybe I could do it too?
0: Yeah, so usually when people think about getting on TEDx stage, they think that it is for... Professional speakers or people who achieved a lot, maybe book authors, authors of bestsellers. So we are limiting ourselves and we think that maybe in five years, in 10 years, I will get there. But in fact, TEDx Stage is not only for the big guys. Anyone can be on the TEDx Stage because the motto of those events is ideas worth spreading. So if you have an amazing idea, an interesting idea, then you can definitely be on the stage. And I've been working with people who actually, they never spoke on big stages before. And TEDx talk was their first talk ever. So, and those talks, surprisingly, they get amazing response from the audience because those ideas, which are, hidden behind their closed doors. Maybe people are doing some interesting research. Maybe they're working in the lab. They're writing something. They're researching something. Maybe they have an amazing life story. So when they are doing their coming out with their story and share it on the big stage, then it gets so many emotions. So definitely this stage is for everyone.
1: Well, I'm glad that at least the barrier can be dropped for having access to it, but I know that if you want to get on a TEDx stage, there are a lot of criterias, you have to be prepared, and of course, talking about an idea worth spreading, we probably have to start with something that's worth sharing about, so... If I'm in business, I'm maybe a coach, a consultant, or a creative, are there some brainstorming activities I should do to maybe make sure that I have an idea that's worth spreading? Or are there some things that I should realize that, oh, maybe if I don't have XYZ, this might not be the right path for me?
0: Yeah. So first of all, you need to have an idea. This is the basic thing. If you have an idea that you want to share on the stage. So the difference between the idea and just a keynote speech or talk between TEDx talk and let's say inspirational keynote speech is that you have an idea and you want to share something that is interesting, something that is worth spreading, that is relevant for the audience. And it is new. So it was not maybe shared before. It is not so obvious. So those are the main criteria that you need to look at. And what TEDx organizers are not looking for is professional speakers. So if you are a coach, if you're a speaker, then maybe it is not a good idea to pitch the organizers by saying, hey, I'm a professional speaker. I was speaking at many big stages. For example, Jason, in your case, I know that you've been speaking a lot on the big stages. You can share your experience, but maybe this is not something that I would start with because this is not what they are looking for. As an organizer, if I get such a pitch that I've been speaking here and there with those people, then I'm like, well, but what is your idea? Is there anything behind it? And many professional speakers actually, by when they want to get on this red dot, they say something like, oh, so what is the topic of your conference? I can adapt my message. And then this is definitely a no, because we want to have those amazing ideas, not just people who can speak.
1: Mm. That's actually some interesting feedback. And it explains why I was able to speak on a TEDx stage when I was getting started. And I haven't gotten back on a TEDx stage when I started talking exactly how you told me not to. So I've made that mistake. But back when I had not been on a big stage and I was just starting to share my message around selling with love, TEDx was the ones that wanted to feature it. And so I've had a chance to jump on the stage and I was featured then. I remember applying for different TEDx places and then I was leading exactly how you said, I've been on TEDx before, I've done this, I could adapt my message for your theme. Well, unfortunately I didn't get a response. So knowing this, there's a strong brand that comes with TEDx, right? So I'd love to talk more about some of the benefits that happens once you've have had a chance to go on a TEDx stage and share your message. Cause you even said it yourself, like getting the opportunity to stand on that red dot is a powerful thing. Tell us more about that.
0: Yeah, definitely being on a TEDx stage gives you a lot of exposure and it is just a nice thing to have being a TEDx speaker in your bio, but as I was organizing those events. And when I became a speaker myself, I realized how big exposure it is. Because for example, once, about two years ago, I got contacted by a journalist from Japan and she wanted to interview two of my speakers from my event. And they were speaking, one speech was in English and one speech was in Polish language. And those ideas were really important but I never thought that they would go so far. And this journalist was so interested. She said, yeah, please give me their contacts. And I was shocked, but okay. And then a lot of local journalists as well, they keep coming back to us and asking, so can we talk to this speaker? Can we interview this speaker? So as an organizer, I've been connecting people, speakers, with people who were interested in their ideas. But then, as I became a speaker myself, last year, I was speaking on a TEDx stage. For a long time, people were asking me, so when are you going to speak? Because I was always this person behind the scenes. But for it was my seventh or eighth year of organizing those events. When I published my book, I finished my research, I did a PhD in entrepreneurship, and I decided, yes, so this is the platform where I want to share my research, definitely. And as I gave my talk, and it was published, I actually started to get some feedback from unexpected people. I got invited to speak on podcasts about my research. I also got invited to the local events here in Poland, where I'm based. And it was so interesting that, yeah, when I was doing this research, it was very interesting, but I did not share it on a bigger scale. But as I went to this platform, now I understand, actually, what is the power of this platform? You're not only... Building your, let's say, personal brand, which is obvious, putting the picture on a TEDx stage, on your webpage. This is something that people do, but also your ideas, they are spreading all over the world.
1: I'd want to talk a bit more about some of those like side benefits that you get from getting on a main stage and you've already highlighted one which is making sure you're capturing pictures whenever you do a talk on a big stage and i want to talk if you had any other suggestion tips that you give for people whether it's on a tedx stage or any stage that when you're going out as a speaker what should be some of the things you should be also including behind the scenes so you make the most out of your opportunity to speak on that stage
0: yeah it is very important to make sure that the event has a photographer, that the event has a very good production site. Especially when we're speaking about TEDx events, those are non-profit events organized by volunteers. And very often, they are not or for very good quality, right? If this is an event organized at the university, maybe this is someone organizing for the first time or second time, they are not very experienced in those things. So they don't have professionals hired for doing production. And uh, I faced those challenges myself when I started uh, eight years ago, when I started organizing those events. I learned a lot about production, about making pictures, the right angle, lighting. This is so important. And uh, what you can do is before applying to speak at the event, you can check how it looks like because the name, the logo is not enough. If the sound will be bad when you are speaking, if the video will be of a bad quality, then people will not want to watch your TED talk, even if it is amazing. So it is very important. So go to YouTube and check how this event actually looks like. This is something that I recommend to all of my clients that before applying to the event, check. Do you want to actually speak on this stage and the picture on the stage? Will it add credibility to your personal brand?
1: Yeah, I faced this consequence a little bit. I'd have to admit my TEDx stage was a university organized TEDx. And the video itself wasn't really high quality. I think it was their first time I was able to at least know that, hey, I've got the TEDx so I had the logo but I missed out on so many because I didn't get good assets from video I didn't get good assets from pictures and quite honestly I was a little chubby back then so I'm not even very proud of the pictures they did take <laughs> now if I'm in a particular city and you know even looking at post-COVID world the travel seems a little more difficult but like where do I get started if I think I have an idea I want to go through the process of speaking at a TEDx do I have to look just in my area can I look all over the world how does that process start
0: so you are going to ted.com website this is the best place of course you can search in Facebook and in the area what are the events the the best way to do it is to go to ted.com website and to check all the events that are taking place in the upcoming months in your area where you're based and You will find the information about the date, the organizer, and the experience also of the history of this event. So if you see that this event is organized for the first time, so maybe you cannot be sure if this will be a good quality event. If you see that the organizers have been doing it for years, at least three, four years, I would say, then you can say that, yes, this event will be of really good quality I think that in my case, maybe my third event was something that I was really proud of because in my first and second year, I was mm, in many different areas. There were some things that could go better, but uh, starting from the third year, it was really something that every year we're taking to the next level. So... Check the list of those events and then check their social media and their websites. And then you will find the application forms. So uh, some of the events, they don't have application forms. Then you can just try to reach out to the organizer. But there are some do's and don'ts how to do it. Some of them I, I already shared. And the other thing is uh, if there is a form to fill in on the web page or on the Facebook page, then just follow this process because every event is different because those are independently organized events. So you can never know, just follow. If they ask you to record a short video, then do this. If they ask you to speak more about your idea, to describe it in details then do this so this is the most important thing is to share why your idea is important
1: This is really cool. And if you're tuning into this podcast and you know, you've heard TEDx, you've seen some people you probably look up to be on a TEDx stage and you might have thought, Hey, maybe one day I could be as well. I'm really hoping that by the end of this episode, you might have a bit of curiosity to see what kind of TEDx events are happening in your area. Maybe there's a theme that aligns with what you speak about and you could actually find yourself on a platform that would allow to spread your idea. I really love that we've actually kind of removed the barriers that you might have thought you had about being on such a stage because the fact is if you're just getting started as a speaker you're just getting started as a business and you're doing something unique and exciting that's a powerful idea this might be the perfect stage that as Elena shared allows you to get so much more exposure than you thought possible and gain incredible credibility because you know how you react yourself when you see someone has that red dot speech on a logo as well showing that TEDx brand I wanted to close off Elena and ask you a bit more about what pushed you into becoming an organizer for these types of conferences and do you recommend for anybody to do the same?
0: Well, it is a lot of work, I would say, organizing such an event, but it is huge satisfaction. About eight years ago when I decided to do it, I never regretted that I got involved with this TEDx organization because you see that amazing ideas are being shared all over the world on such a huge platform. And some of those ideas, they are so important. This is something that people don't speak about. This is something that you will not hear by, you know, watching TV or scrolling your Facebook or Instagram. This is something really unique. And the feedback that we get from our audience is just amazing that it changed their lives that they started doing something they started their companies and i think that i feel that by organizing those events we are changing lives a little bit and that's why i think that i'm still in the tedx world
1: i love it i can just think back of my own time running the events at mind valley it's just you know you think about networking and i always think that when you get to be involved with organizing and putting that magic together, it opens up those networking opportunities more than just being an attendee. So I always like volunteering, getting involved. And if you get a chance to organize, I think that probably puts you in a really fun position to see the creation that you've put together. Elena, this has been super fun. And I have to ask you my signature question, which is always about selling with love. I have to ask you, what does selling with love mean to you?
0: Well, for me, selling with love is when you sell something that you love. I mean, you cannot sell things that you don't like or you don't use or you don't believe in. I think that if you really believe in something, like, for example, my TEDx events organization that I do when I approach sponsors to invest really you know, a lot of money into those events, then I don't hesitate even for a moment. And also when I'm working with my clients and help them to get on TEDx stage, I know that it is such an important thing and it will change their lives that I don't hesitate even for a moment that ah, maybe I shouldn't be selling that I think that you need to love what you do and you need to understand the value of it and then everything will just go naturally.
1: Elena, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing. For all of you listeners know that if you want to learn more from Elena, you'll have to check out the Ideas and Leaders podcast. This is the podcast that she hosts as well. I've been a guest on this podcast, so you'll be able to check that out if you want to go deeper. The TEDx conferences she does in Poland, we'll put a link as well in the show notes for you to see what's going on there. And of course, her own consulting business. If you've wanted to be supported and coached on how to prepare yourself to get on the TEDx stage, she is the woman that can help you. And again, what What we've learned today is TEDx is a beautiful thing. It can help your brand. It can help you refine your idea, and it can be a platform that will get the awareness that you need to get it out there and see how people are resonating with it. It's not as intimidating as you might think to get on that stage. So get curious, go and inspect what's happening in your area and take massive action from this session. Thank you so much again, Elena, for coming to share with us and all of you listeners keep selling with love.
0: Thank you so much, Jason.